Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Wind Down with your host, Shamor. And, of course, um, we have our co-host this evening is Mr. Rashawn. You with me? Yes, I am. How are you, babe? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, still a little under it. I'm trying to see if I can push through it for the night. All right. Then I won't make you work too hard. I won't make you work too hard. So I had to open the show up this uh, evening with um, a very special um, man. If you follow me at all, you know that Brian McKnight is my all-time crush. And today is his birthday, and that was a very appropriate song for today's show. And I know that it's no coincidence that my show is on his birthday, and I open with his song. I mean, this is fate. So if you see Brian, make sure you let him know that um, somebody is looking for him. But the topic that we're going to talk about this evening is dealing with um, those loves that you can't quite get over and and the process of getting over those loves. And um, how do we do it? Um, So the topic being rebound, um, what do you think about rebound relationships? Is there ever any good in them? Is it all bad? Um, have you ever been someone's rebound? You know, we hear that we always get one side of the story. Have you ever used someone else as your rebound? I just want to hear from um, our audience this evening. But we're going to go ahead and tap into our topic. 
So, um, Shakir? Yes, right. Got any ideas about this rebound stuff? Well, I've got a few ideas. Uh, you know I always have something in mind and uh, all that other good stuff. But um, really, when it comes to that particular subject, rebounds, I guess you can look at it from, from, from both sides of the coins. It can be it can be a good thing or, or it can be a bad thing. Um, <clears throat> and looking at it from, I look at it from, 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 from it being more of a, Deterrent, so to speak, um, than anything else at that point. Because with rebound, it's like you get to a point where you might not be as healthy with it as far as that is. And, um, you know, it, it it's really a matter of, okay, you, you're trying to get over one and you're using somebody else to get over the one that you really hadn't gotten over yet. That mm-hmm. in itself can be that, that that in itself can be unhealthy, so to speak. Um, so you know you're looking at it from that perspective. So it's like what you're doing is okay. Are you hurting that person, or are you trying to really kind of use that person to get over what you feel like you? I'm not. I'm not it's, it's really kind of a hard question. It's, it's a hard subject in and of itself because there's so many different facets. You know what I mean? Mhm. Right. You know, so it's like I look at it. I try to look at it from a positive, but it's like it's that positive. It depends on how that last relationship ended. You know what I mean? It's like if you were the one that kind of terminated things because you know something wasn't right, or or you know, or it was just something you felt like you just really had to get out of. Then it's one thing. But if you were the one that was summarily, you know, dumped, so to speak. Um, and you still have unresolved feelings and, and issues that haven't been closed out, then it kind of carries over to that next relationship, and that's how the rebounds kind of start up from that perspective. You know what I mean? So it's right. it's, a, it's a it's a tricky topic in and of itself. Yeah, and I think it really depends on you know we're talking personality type things here. You know, when you have that hopeless romantic versus that guy that um didn't go all in anyway, you know, and I was I was asking a question earlier um, on my Facebook page about um, um, the structure of relationships, you know. There are those relationships that were never intended to be long-term, and, you know, some people view them as a waste of time. Usually romantics, they kind of see those as a waste of time. But then you have the other people that, you know, just getting to know a person and spending all time with them doesn't necessarily mean that this is one I want a wife. However, um, I do care about them, you know. And so in that sense, I don't think it's always um, the same when we're talking about, you know, the next relationship, that rebounding and, and how it affects them going forward in another relationship. So uh, I know the structure has a lot to do with it. Right. But... I just kind of wanted to, you know, touch on our subject and to give our um, guests some time to get here. Um, and so he's made it. Not and a problem. We're going to kind of step away from our opinions because we've got all night to do that. Um, oh, there are a couple of housekeeping things that I need to touch on before we get too involved in our topic. Um, our format has changed just a little bit. So here's one of the little surprises we have for you guys. 
Um, you know, we all love Ron. Um, I love Ron's um, opinions, ideas, and the fact that a lot of times he agrees with me. So, um, <laughs> oh, you know, that, that, that doesn't hurt him at all. But um, so what happened was we got to talking, and what we did is um, although we have our co-host, none other than uh, Shakir, and we love him, we also have um, a segment. For Ron, he has called his segment The Wind Up. And what he does is he has his own window of time where he'll be able to to speak on a topic of his choosing. And we get to visit with Ron weekly, every week, um, and he gets to talk about whatever he has kind of on his mind. So um, what he has coined The Wind Up, is um, I'm going to read to you how he has worded it, and you'll see why I just, I just love this all. Um, <laughs> the wind-up will represent a progressive voice in the community that gives a particular viewpoint full of knowledge and insight meant to entertain as well as enlighten. So that is his wind-up. So it's his moment to speak his mind and cause a little turmoil in in those that don't necessarily uh, agree with his opinion. Um should be interesting, definitely. But it'll, it'll be really fun. I think it'll add an, another little uh, set of ideas, and he'll probably agree with what I said. So that's a plus, as I said before. No, um, I need to go with this again. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I can rock with that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to be So we're going to start that tonight That's why if you pay attention You see that the, the show is a little bit extended So that means um, I had to beg Shakira to stay up a little bit longer Because, you know, older people like to go to bed early Oh, here we go with that again <laughs> Stay up with us um, Another thing I wanted to, to kind of let our audience know Is um, I got a message from Blog Talk Radio um, telling me that, yeah, your show's done really well, however, you need some followers. So I'm asking you to click follow on the um, Blog Talk Radio um, page where they have um, what the show's about, and there's a button there to follow the show. Click that for us so we can get our follow numbers up. I don't know if that's going to reward us in some way. I don't know. But, you know, we get shown love. You guys get shown love, too. So, you know, go ahead and click follow, and let's see what happens. You know, we're all kind of new to this, so we'll see what happens from there. Um, And let's see. um, We also have websites. And one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to throw a shout-out to Shakir. He's doing some things. He's putting his face all over the place. He's got this video blog he's doing. So make sure you check um, check us out on our personal websites and see, you know, kind of what we're doing, keep up with us, because some of that stuff is going to kind of carry over to the show. So it's another way yeah. for you to follow us, um, you know, days other than Wednesday to find out what we have going on. And then, of course, we have books. Let's check out our books because that's how we got to where we are. So don't forget about us in the whole realm of our blog talk radio and we write, too. So, getting out of getting all the housekeeping done, um, let's get back to the show. So, <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and bring our guests on because I don't want to keep them waiting in the green room. 
I want to go ahead and bring him um, out here. So I'm kind of starstruck, you know. I kind of want to meet this guy, don't know a lot about him. Um, and so I hope by the end of the night, I, I hope we do know a lot about him. But I do know that my co-host is, I don't want to call him anal. He's just um, thorough. <laughs> yeah. Did you find anything that you want to add to our introduction to our author? Um. Well, from from everything that I've seen from this uh, from this gentleman, uh, it was definitely uh, uh, interesting. Uh, it was interesting getting to know uh, getting to know him at least from afar, so to speak. Um, he's a he's a fellow criminal justice major, same as me. Um, uh. I, I, I absolutely love that. So I, I, that's already, you know, that's already got him kudos in my book at this point. Um, the, you know, the other things is uh, I think he's got, if I remember correctly, I think he had a, a, a teaching background as well. Um, so you know that that gives him kudos as well. Um, you know, I've, I've got a, I'm part of an educational family, so you know, I've got a heart for for teaching. So you know how I am with you as well. Um, but it, you know, so I mean, just different things um, that I've seen from him. Seems like a good brother, so I'm definitely looking forward to chopping it up with him. Okay, so, well, I can't follow that um, because that was very good for somebody who um, was complaining that I didn't give him enough information. You did a great job finding it on your own. (laughs) So, (laughs) with no further ado, I would like for us to welcome to the show um, author Brooklyn Bourne. And um, we're going to let him give us some information. So, um, Brooklyn, are you there? Yes. How y'all doing? How everyone doing tonight? Hey, Brooklyn, what's going on? All right, brother. How you doing? Say good some more? Yeah. I said we're good. So, so, um, Brooklyn, that's my co-host. That's Shakir. Yeah. How you doing, brother? Hey, I, I can't complain, man. I can't complain at all, man. Definitely, uh, yeah. definitely good to see, good, good to hear you, rather at this point. You know, like I said, I got a chance to get a little bit of information on you, um, but you know, I'm definitely looking forward to chopping it up with you during the show and uh, see what else you got going on. All right, sounds good. Definitely sounds good. Okay, so um, what I would like for you to be able to do is to kind of give us some information on the things that you got going on, because I know as an author, I see you don't post a lot, but when you do say something on Facebook, it's the work-related. So you're a worker. What you got going on? Well, you know, like like the old saying, that one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest, you know, trying to win this uh, contest. So uh, I've been blessed to... um, you know, not only work on my other, you know, work on my own solo projects, but with other authors that's uh, pure and uh, real. And, uh, you know, collaborations. I got, uh, I'm working on a collaboration with uh, Donna Michelle Ramos. Uh, she's okay. an essence bestseller author. Uh, she's originally out of New York. Uh, she's out in Sacramento now. And, uh, we working on a uh, four book series um, titled Absorption. It's a futuristic book. Uh, the book one will be out uh, this July, but we're not gonna. It'll be ready in July, but we're gonna put it out the first of August. Oh, I also, on, 
say that again? No, I said good deal. Good deal. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And I was working with uh, another author named Anthony Pathfinder. He's representing New Jersey, New York area, and we're working on a, a novel, an action suspense, titled Five Boroughs, which you should know that takes place in New York. And uh, I'm also working with uh, Katrina Girl um, out of uh, California also, and it's going to be a you know, 1940s romance around World War II, and it's titled Letters. And uh, you can catch all of them. They on Facebook as well, and check out their page and site. Uh, they're fabulous authors, and that's just the ones that I'm collaborating with. But I'm blessed to know many more that I'm working with. And you know, as far as you know, we bounce ideas off of one another and everything like that. And it's more like um, you know, helping others that that's coming down the path that we already traveled. So if we can make that path a little easier for them. You know, that's a good thing. So those are the collaborations that I'm working on. And um, to backtrack with Donna Ramos, we're working on uh, our first inaugural uh, literary conference in Sacramento this August, and that's titled, you know, For the Love of Books. So uh, it's just a lot going on, but we're making it happen. And uh, like you said, I don't post too much, but, you know, when I do, it's just, you know, one of those things when you don't have nothing to say, uh, you know, just keep your mouth quiet. Listen and learn, and when you have something to say, make sure it's very intelligent, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I can live with that. So how long, um, <laughs> how long have you been writing? How long have you been in the industry um, doing your thing? Well, I started getting into it around 2006, but I have written you know, since I was in high school, but I never pursued, you know, the writing because, you know, growing up in New York, the streets was more appealing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, you get your street education, that was more appealing. And then, you know, I went into the Marine Corps, and uh, at times when we cleaning our weapons, you know, we, I just tell somebody come up with a topic, and they'd come up with a topic, and I'd develop a story from that. So as we, you know, I'm telling a story, uh, somebody will come in and they think it's real. And we start laughing and say, no, it's something I made up. And then one of my friends said, you need to start turning it into books. So uh, after, you know, when I, you know, came out to service and all, you know, I was a police officer. I I worked at Beretta Gun Factory, did different things. And uh, a good friend of mine that's an entrepreneur said, you know, you can do stuff for yourself. And uh, I took heed to what she said because everything she touched, it, it turns to gold. She's a true entrepreneur. So uh, I decided to do this, and it's all working um, just fine. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that's impressive. Impressive, um, impressive. Impressive history um, to your, your life, I guess, um, not just your writing, but. Um, so you started with the old-fashioned storytelling method. You know, that's something that's almost like a lost art. People don't take time to listen to stories. So that's really interesting. Um, all right. Um, so, Shakir, you had yeah, um, some connections. Shakir, you had some connections that you said um, 
you made. Well, yeah, them. I mean, yeah, I I noticed. Yeah, like like I said, like I told him, uh, like I said before we brought him on, um, I noticed that you were uh, that you were also a criminal justice major, same same as uh, same as I was. Um, oh yeah. So you know, I was I was definitely you know that definitely caught my attention uh, from 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 that perspective, definitely. Um, right. I, 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 the only thing I may have to take issue with is you joining the Marine Corps. I mean, being a Navy brat, that don't necessarily jive with me, but hey, I can, I, I'm gonna have to <laughs> well, live with it for the most part. Well, well, hold up, now you know it, dude, because we brothers. You know that we've been together oh, no since, uh, way back, and my father was in the Navy, so we all good. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we good. We good. I, I got no problem with it. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, you know, you, you, you know how it is. You know how it is with us in Marines. And, you know, I mean, I did, especially with your pops being in the Navy, you know how they did it back in the day, too. So it's oh, yeah. just one of them I things. Now, you know, nothing against the other branch, you know, but I tell you, you know, if we in somewhere, we have, you know, the Marines and the Navy got a little issue going on, but if the Army and the Air Force come in and pick with one of us, then we, we team yeah. up. You know, like, bro, that's exactly. how it goes. You know, brother's going to argue, but nobody else going to come to mess with my brother. Excuse me. But I like, you know, all the branches are good. Excuse me, gentlemen. Yes, man. Yes, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and break this up right here because um, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like, you know, we all, we're at the whole bar talking back. I'm not part of that. So I'm just going to go ahead and slice that. We're done. All right. So this is what I want to talk about now. <laughs> um, so. I really want to know how much of that feeds into your writing. Um, what genre do you write in? Um, are you just kind of buried, or what's your favorite genre, maybe? I don't have a favorite um, genre because I don't want to be pigeonholed or, you know, labeled as, a, um, say, romance writer or just action. I'm in everything. Uh, like I said, I'm working with Futuristic, which is slash sci-fi. I'm doing a romance. Okay. I'm doing action suspense, mystery suspense, a little bit of street. Um, but a lot of it goes with uh, my experience. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, with the criminal justice uh, part, because my minor is in behavioral science. So, you know, I study just what people say, the language, how they act, and I can incorporate some of those into my characters. And um, being with extensive travel outside of the United States, you know, I'm not limited to on the block. I'm not limited to one mm-hmm. city. You know, I can mm-hmm. bring you flavor from another country and, uh, you know, you can relate to it. And that's why I have followers outside the country because the stories that I write can be applied to any um, country, to any state or any city. All you got to do is mm-hmm. change your name. You know, universal. Just that mm-hmm. Universal. So that's important, especially to um, being relative, um, and it makes you very international um, with your work. So yeah. that that's great. Um, and then it's so yeah. uh, realistic because you've actually experienced it. You're not going off of pictures or something that you saw in a movie. You've actually been there. Right. So, so that does yeah, add right. richness. Exactly. And, you know, just keeping it exciting and realistic. You know, just like when I say romance, um, it's pretty much I have to always have a disclaimer, but the romance is more of a relationship type book, but not saying what to do, what not to do. But it's not on a horse with your hair flying in the wind and all that, castles and stuff. Okay, if that's what they write, that's good. That's cool. 
Right. But mine is more realistic that when you read it, either it happened to you, somebody in your family, or you know somebody that has, this book is, is, is um, you know, can relate to in a sense. So okay. that's what The Right Lover is about. And let me, let me touch on um, something that you kind of brought up because um, one of the things that we do is each week we tackle uh, a topic that has to do with life, you know. Here lately we've been heavy into relationship topics. So um, one of the things that we're talking about currently is rebound relationships. Um, mm-hmm. And that's um, kind of the topic for this evening. And, you know, I wanted to see kind of what you would say, you know, when asked, you know, what, are there any benefits, do you think, to having, um, you know, a rebound relationship? I can't um, really say put a label on it because what might be different is going to be different from you, from me and the next person. It may not work for me or it may be just something that, um, when I say me, I'm talking in general in reference to filling that void of the breakup, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just something that that's a passing thing. But then you have some people that may have got together because of a rebound and they started a relationship and it just works out fine and next thing you know, maybe they are married or they live until they old age. Right. I can't call it. So I've seen you- it work both ways. So kind of dig into your business a little bit. You ever been a party to a rebound relationship? Everybody have if they they live long enough and been in a relationship. Okay. Okay. So no, I'm not no. going to ask um, too much more, but I don't want to dig into business a little bit. I just want to get your perspective. <laughs> and I wasn't going to tell you it all anyway. I don't kiss and tell. Uh oh, come on. I'm not going to ask names, you know. I mean, but this is I'm good radio, saying. so... I just want to mm-hmm. ask a couple of questions. Come on now, work with me. <laughs> but I still may exercise my Fifth Amendment right, but go ahead. It's okay. Oh, oh, I, I, I hate military brats. Y'all think I know everything. <laughs> anyway, okay, now, really, I'm just, you know, what side of the coin were you on? Were you the user or the UV? Oh, that didn't sound good, did it? No, it didn't, but uh, <laughs> it's it, like both. Both sides. You've been both sides. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> um, so well, I, I'll be. I was about to say. Usually, I mean, and, and he might. He definitely has a point. I mean, he's. You know, either you're going to be on one side or the other. Especially if you've been in relationships long enough, um, it's going to be difficult for you to not be uh, on one side of the coin, whether you know it or not. You can. You can so know exactly. it. Be a part, you know. Just, you can knowingly be a part of it, and then you can unknowingly be a part of it. Um, and right. now it's just a matter of what are you willing to accept. Because um, my question kind of is, um, in this um, two sides, this two sided coin we're talking about. You know, sometimes you have a willingness to be one of those sides of the coins. And I and I wonder, you know, was there any? Um, Payback, any revenge in any of that? Oh, you are t- talking about revenge in another, in a with a different person in another relationship? Well, you oh, know, sometimes oh, when we're scorned, no. it is one no. of those things where okay, well, when I do it to somebody else, 
somehow no. going to feel vindicated. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that because it's not fair to that other person. I, I definitely wouldn't do that. It, it'd be more of, say, you just came out that relationship or whatever, and you know how fast you might have moved into that relationship. And when that situation happens to you, you just more cautious in the next one. You may take longer to say yes than you normally would. Okay, but I would never take what I had in the past and put it on somebody else in a sense like that, that you put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Now, Uh, I may get up there and somebody may, you know, like you more and you just doesn't reciprocate what they've given you because of what happened before. So that's what I mean pretty much about being on both sides of the coin. You know, you're just not rushing into something, and you may never get into that relationship because of what had happened. Okay, right. So okay. That's what I mean. But I'm never. And I don't going mean to, to be offensive. I probably, I probably should say that first. I'm just, just kind of trying to pull at some of the things that kind of happen. You know, in life sometimes, well, yeah. and sometimes it's not maliciously. We just know that we've been hurt, and then when we step out there again, we take that hurt with us, and we hurt someone else. But, yeah, that's true, but then at times, there are some people that do maliciously do things like that. They, Like you said, they, some do. You know, they go out with the intent on, um, I'm going to hurt somebody else because they hurt me. You know, you might hear it on a different level, even on the workforce, you know. Well, they did this to me when I just came in, so I'm going to do this to them. No, you don't, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's not healthy at all because you don't know who you might be doing that to and what that, capa- what that person was capable that person is capable of doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That that turns into what they call talk show shit. Yeah, exactly. You know. So. Uh-uh. So, no. Shakira, you never um, have you been on both sides of the coin? Oh, absolutely. Ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, it's 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 really one of those things where it's like when you, when you're younger, you really don't give a shit. Um, right, and I can promise you, I can promise you, from age twenty-one to about twenty-five, it was, you know, it was okay. We gonna, you know, if it's gonna be that, then it's gonna be that. Um, and, and and for me, it was really one of those. I really wasn't worried about getting into a relationship after the first real heartbreak, so to speak. So I was gonna do whatever I felt like doing, and just kind of threw caution to the wind, uh, no matter how I looked at it. So whenever a woman got with me. It was one of those, okay, this is the deal. You know, either you're going to rock with my program or you're not. And it was never a matter of, okay, did I have feelings for you or did I care about you or anything like that. Yeah, I did the things that I did to show that I cared about you. But in terms of just saying that, you know, we're going to take this to the next level, nah, nine times out of ten it wasn't going to happen. So it was, it, to, to, some, to some degree, I kind of gave a pretty epic strike. But in other cases, it was one of those, okay, I just want that body tonight. It's really, mm-hmm. I want that companionship. I just want that, that you know, that feeling back, so to speak, even if I'm not getting it all the way. So mm-hmm. it kind of, for me personally, it probably contributed to a lot of commitment issues earlier on. Um, I just didn't want to commit. There was no way in hell I was going to commit. Um, regardless of who it was that was in front of me, no matter how good they may have been for me at that time, um, in my mind and heart, I wasn't going to commit because I didn't want to. Hmm. Well, you know, you know, I have a social media king 
and he's feeding me some feedback. Mm-hmm. And um, we have the Twitter responses coming in. And one of the ones that's kind of struck me, um, oh, and he's heckling me as well. Yeah, uh, RJ <laughs> does send me the messages. Yeah, already he's already started. Anyway, um, he's, he, we have one that's kind of interesting. Um, Pichiani says that she disagrees with the guest. That would be you, Brooklyn. Okay. Um, she says that she does not feel that every person will have a rebound relationship in their life, especially no. not knowingly. Not everybody, no. I mean, she. I mean, and I, I guess I was directly connected to your comment about, you know, um, if you live long enough. But you know, it all depends on your experiences, I guess. More so, yeah, than, you know. Yeah, it, it's got to be uh, based off your experience, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, if what, you are, what, I married my high school sweetheart. Then, how many experiences with other people have you had? So, um. There are some limitations to that. Um, mm-hmm. We have a caller. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take a call. Uh, area code is 646. Area code 646. Hello? You're on the air? Hello? You there you go, 646. How are you doing? Good. All right. This is Ron. Just calling in and checking in and see what's going on with y'all this evening. I was about to say, Ron, what's going on, man? I, I, I wrote the number down, and I was like, okay. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> everything is beautiful. How's everything going with y'all? Oh, they trying to take over the show with all this military power and all this <laughs> all this testosterone, but I'm good. You know, I hold it down. So, oh, but you know, you, you're one of my favorite people because you always agree with me. Don't mess that up tonight, Ron. Don't don't mess it up. Here we go. Well, you, you know, I'm not, I just call it how I see it. That's all it is. If we happen to agree. We happen to agree. Yeah, just right. call it like I see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at that. Okay, so you know we're gonna go ahead and let you go ahead and give your opinion about the topic. Okay, well, do me a favor because I came a little late. Why don't you give me the topic one more time? Sure. I'll go ahead and give you the topic because you weren't listening to us for real. Um, no, I, I, I was. It is that by the time I called in, y'all was already in the middle of it. Now, what I'm assuming that the topic is is something to do with that uh, actually getting married with someone who, who, who's that person for you. That, that's the gist of what I'm getting from it. But, uh, not necessarily marriage, you know, not necessarily that serious, but the rebound relationship, you know, after you've gotten out of that serious relationship. And you start a new one, you know, not giving yourself time to completely get over. Is it ever okay? You know, is there ever a positive side to the rebound relationship? Well, I mean, personally, you're going to have to have some time to get there. 
your shipping order once you get out that that uh, previous relationship. But um, depending on exactly what you're looking for, a, a rebound relationship may not be the worst thing in the world. So, mm-hmm. in, in other words, it, it gives you a chance to realize exactly what you may have done wrong in your last one. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, all the women that I've dealt with after a, a, a real strong relationship, they've had it's been a little time of reflection. Let me say it that way. So, in other okay. words, if I was hanging out too much with the last one, and that's the reason we didn't work, now I get to realize whether or not it was really me hanging out too much or it was just her. So, the, the, the shortcomings that I had in relationship, I get a little chance to work on them. So, I don't know if that's fair or not to the next one because it's more like an experiment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes you get to work the kinks out of exactly what went wrong in the last one, if that makes any sense. You know, um, I started the show with my my future husband's song uh, that just let him know Brian's gonna Brian's looking for me. Um, but anyway, I started it out with the song because the first part of the song is him answering a phone call from his ex girlfriend, and then the the song goes on into details about how he's trying to get over her. And I guess, you know, listening to that from perspective of a woman, you always have, um, I don't want to call it a fear, but there's always that little bit of hesitation when you enter into a relationship when you don't know what would happen in the previous relationship with him and how much he was connected to the last girlfriend. Is he totally over the last girlfriend? Does he still communicate with the last girlfriend? And that last part is kind of scary for someone that's trying to decide whether or not they want to give their all to this new relationship because if you're still sitting over pining away over her and then when I come around, you just kind of transfer all your feelings over to me and then when I'm not there, you still calling, thinking, talking to her, then how are we going to really move forward and you're not letting go? Yeah, I and mean, was, with, that, with that particular, and, and with that song that you, that you did put out, I mean, it, it was definitely relevant um, because it's, it's it's really one of those things where it's like, okay, do you really want, do you really want to invest yourself again, so to speak, because you haven't fully divested from the other person? Mm-hmm. You know that that's the thing that you have to consist that that you have to consider. Um, you know from from whether or not you want to do that, whether you want whether and then on top of that, it's, it's it's not a matter of is it fair to the other person if you've not fully divested from the from the from the previous, it's not going to be fair to your next one anyway. Mm-hmm. You know whether you intentionally whether you intentionally mean to or not. You know I mean the the road to hell is always paved with good intentions. But, you know, at the same time, you, you have to put yourself in a position of, okay, if this were if this were to happen to me, how would I feel about it? Now, not everybody wants to put themselves in the other person's shoes all the time. Um, but, you know, but that's, that's really what has to occur because if you don't, if you don't do it and then all hell breaks loose in the new, in the new relationship that you're trying to develop, you know, you're looking in the mirror like, damn, what the fuck did I do? Hmm. So, um, Brooklyn. Yes. See, the, when you when you 
jumping into something, like he's saying, you're not fully invested, or you're going in there with ill intention, it's not going to work. And it's going to mm-hmm. be continuous. You know, that you're talking about a snowball effect. You're not going to, he's going to, like, you're going to meet the next person. It's going to be the same thing, or they might do it to you. And it's Absolutely. just, you, you got to really think about that. When you come out of a, like you said, you come out of a bad relationship, you need to think, was it you? Because, see, when I come out of something like that, I think, okay, what did I do wrong? Okay, and mm-hmm. then I, I go over it, and I, I go over it, and what did they do wrong, at least in my head? So when you do step into the next relationship, you try to avoid those things, the negative things that you thought that you have done. And, you know, you're going in with a more clear, open eye. And then yeah, and that, when yeah. you see, your tolerance level, at least mine, is less. If I see some BS, some nonsense, I can't go down that road no more, you know. When you get more time behind you than you have in front of you, you don't have time to waste. So, so let me ask this, though. Um, men, um, is it ever okay for you to keep in contact with your ex if you guys don't have any kids? Is it ever okay? You say, oh, we're just friends. And I mean, it's nothing. I mean, is that ever um horrible idea? <laughs> well, speaking for me, I don't have any children. And I don't keep in contact with my ex. He's an ex for a reason. So what's there? You go. There you go. <laughs> I'm like it's, okay. it's hard. I mean, because I mean, because I mean, think about it. You get to a point. You get to a point where, for for instance, if you get into a relationship, let's 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 take it to the next level. You've been in a long time marriage, and you divorce. And you try to jump back out into the dating pool after being married for so long. You're completely out of practice. You 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 got yourself set in your ways to some degree. You know, especially if you've been married for longer than three, four, five years, something like that. You get back into uh, you get back into some sort of a relationship with a person, and you're trying to explain to them, yeah, I'm divorced, that type of thing, blah blah blah, and all that other. And as you're trying to divest from the from the from the previous marriage into the new relationship, the previous marriage starts to find itself creeping back in and then old habits start to develop all over again. How many times have we heard how many times have we heard divorcees uh all of a sudden get back together sexually with the ex husband or the ex wife? Exactly. It's it's realistic. It's realistic. It's not intentional but they go back to what's familiar because the unfamiliar scares the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in in that in that particular example, you know they may you, you, as, as long as the person that's getting into the situation with that divorcee, if they kind of give a little bit of a a little bit more of a uh, I won't say an extension, so to speak. But, you know, kind of understand a little bit more that, you know, maybe they're not completely over it, and then they kind of, you know, go in with a cautious mind themselves as opposed to, okay, I'm just going to jump into this relationship with both feet because I'm really into her or I'm really into him. You know, and. and Imaj, who's holding down chat room, hey, honey, 
uh, says that we're being narrow-minded here because all breakups aren't bad. And there are times when you can have a breakup and you can still be friends. They just didn't make a good boyfriend or girlfriend, however their friendship is not. I'm I'm going to have to wholeheartedly disagree, and I'm going to have to be (laughs) narrow-minded in this particular instance because I'm sorry. You're in a a new relationship, and all of a sudden this relationship, the person that you're in a new relationship with finds out that you're friends with your ex, and they might not have the same affinity towards, oh, well, it's cool for you to be friends with your ex until something goes wrong in the current relationship. Exactly. And then you go back, and then you go back to what was familiar because you broke up on amicable terms and whatever. I've got plenty of ex-girlfriends. I've got plenty of ex-girlfriends that I amicably split with. But like, right. my, like my man said, they're an ex for a reason. There's no way in hell that my wife would accept an ex-girlfriend that I am friends with, so to speak. Because <laughs> that friend, because that friend, I mean, even with even with the lifestyle that we lead, the, 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 the ex-girlfriend all of a sudden starts thinking, oh, well, she's cool, so let me see what I can get out of the situation and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, she's trying to get back in my ear whether she intends to or not. And trying mm-hmm. to, you know, try to sow those seeds back into it because, yeah, y'all may not have worked well when you were in your 20s, but who's to say that you wouldn't work well in your 30s? Now, y'all have upset Twitter. I just want y'all to know that. Um, also, that's a good um, thing. <laughs> And Miss Analytic is going off. Okay, so I'm going to read a couple of her statements. Um, She started out cool. She said, um, I think there are so so many people that don't even realize how much a past relationship will follow them to the next person. I I believe that. I don't think we all Mm -hmm. um, understand how much baggage that we carry and how it does affect the relationships that we enter. Um, Absolutely. But she says she doesn't think that there is ever a good reason to stay in touch with an ex. People do it all the right. time, but it's still not good. So she kind of agrees with you, uh, Shakira. Mm-hmm. But she says she does not think that every person will have a rebound relationship. No, you can't say everybody. We was pretty much talking, you know, or our experience. I don't represent right. Anybody, you know. Uh, and we represent what we, our experience, you know, some people are going to experience different things. But mm-hmm. if you talk to a certain person, this is what they are saying, okay, how they would deal with it. Not everybody and not all. So, so I'm going to put um, Ron back on hold because he's got his moment, and so he can't get everybody's moment. So I'm putting him back on hold, right? <laughs> That's fine, man. We'll catch up with you in a minute, Ron. All right, we'll get back with you in a bit. Um, we have a um, area code is 201. <clears throat> area code 201. You're on the air. Area code 201, you with us? Hello. Yes. What's good with everybody? Oh, Lord. I thought when I had the chance, I always forget. See, you don't even know the number. That's insane. That's really insane. 
<laughs> yeah, I, by now that is a shame. You're right. And could you not heckle when you're sending me the Twitter messages? Could you just put them in there and and not give me your commentary? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm man. Like, as you far as that, telling me women, the women's perspective is losing. I don't care no, what you no. say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know. I'm just posting, I'm just putting up there what they saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm just laughing at some of the comments that doggone it's being posted on VI Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just crazy. You know? I'm sorry, if you don't know by now, that's R J who you don't have to really know. I mean yeah. just he you brings know? a little extra every week. Um, I got you. Go ahead, RJ. Um, but as far as you know, what I'm saying, uh, calling your ex an ex for a reason, um, I wouldn't agree with that because I okay. have a bunch of exes that I have that I'm actually friends with, and then you know, what I'm saying you have exes that you can't be friends with, and that's where the whole fact of the matter is. You have that boundary when they basically overstep their boundary, then I mean, obviously. They don't want to be your friend, and obviously they don't respect their place in line. And they, um, basically it goes by the same, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. Did you say their place in line? Nah, nah, I'm not hearing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because basically, let, me, let, me ask, it, no, let me ask this question out there. And I got, once I ask okay. this question, it should help me out. Oh, it should help me out and probably the rest of the I just want. Community. I just wanted to be known. Everybody write this down. RJ is a man, okay? So this class is coming <laughs> from a man. Just wanted to ask that. Okay. So I just got to ask the one question. Do you have a current girlfriend or wife in your relationship in your life right now, man? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, and you're telling me she's cool with you being friends with all of your exes? All of them are on my Facebook page, and she has every single password to them. Well, I don't know what else to say at this point, because I promise you, there ain't too many of them that's going to be cool like that. That's for, that's for now. They must be in that honeymoon phase because once that mess is <laughs> off, I mean, I the gloves come I'm off, too. That. Hey, that's got to be. That's the only reason I see You know? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, he putting still. You putting Molly's in a soda or something. I don't know, but no, that's not no, going to no. last long. And then you, oh, you said all your past girlfriends? Oh, no. Oh, no, player. No. Uh-uh. But that's, then again. Let's go back now. Let's go back a couple of shows, and let's remember what kind of girlfriends RJ likes to, to have. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. They're not the oh, most honest right. girlfriends. Yeah, can you can you hear me? Huh. Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. We, we got you. Oh, okay, because I lost you for a minute. Okay. Yeah, I saw you dropped off, but we got you. But RJ, oh, you I don't know how much we listening to you anyway, cause your past is checkered, sir. It's just checkered. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy the whole past. I mean, I, I know. Crazy. I mean, just saying, you know, you got some <laughs> some rough um, criteria for girlfriend material, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but thank you for calling in, harassing us. We it's, don't really want to talk to you. You know, I just gotta enjoy you, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, because you know I'm about to get yeah. you out of here, right? I holler at y'all though. You know what? <laughs> you know what's about to happen. Right, right? 
Get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I mean, I can't even follow some of the stuff that he said because it doesn't apply. <laughs> I just, I, I, I get, and, and maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe I'm, off, maybe I'm off. I just don't know. I, I'm just, I'm still like, you're kidding me. But you know, it, it, maybe it does work for some folks. I can't sit here and say it's a complete black and white issue, but right. <laughs> call it, call it, call it, call it few and far in between in my world. But that's all. Well, yeah. different topic. Well, I just want to put on record, you know, it's not, we're not going to just keep things um, exclusive to the chat room. I want Imaj to realize that I'm going to take her to see if she's been drugged because she said (laughs) I agree with RJ. And I just, I don't even know. I don't don't even know. That's what I said. Maybe maybe I just haven't reached that higher plane of enlightenment or something. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I ain't, I ain't there either. I am not there. Yeah. I just, you know, how I mean, you agree with RJ and then, like, finish, like, she better not say anything else tonight because <laughs> discount it. Just discount it. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, okay, so. Um, wow. Hey, so you know, say on that. Okay, so RJ. Um, <laughs> RJ's being um, heckled a little bit on Twitter too Somebody said uh, RJ's girls have their own exes So that's why it's okay for him to have some So <laughs> 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 Kind of flip the script on you RJ Oh yeah. goodness Ooh. They got their own agenda Yes but it's it's yeah it's it's crazy either way. But I I, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, maybe you know, I'm just not quite. I, I maybe I'm um, still in Cro Magnon or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm getting reprimanded here because um, Val said I'll let you guys take over the show, and it's not no. that. But you know when RJ starts talking, you have to use all of your faculties to understand what he's saying. I had to stop oh, breathing because I had to use every bit of my energy to process his information. So I yeah. didn't let him take over the show. I didn't. I promise that. <laughs> I got you covered. I promise. Um, so, okay, so let's get back to because I want to kind of spread out, or, you know, kind of take it elsewhere. Let's talk about unhealthy relationships because that's what what we're talking about, we're talking about this rebounding. Because what's really mm-hmm. happening are, you know, like I said, the transference of emotions. You know, you never stop loving somebody. You just move that over. And then you start getting extra, you know, most times you get extra clingy to your new person. And sometimes you can suffocate them. But, you know, there are other things that you're not doing. Brooklyn, you touched on one because you said, you know, you'd like to have some time in between your relationships so you can kind of, learn and grow from what you've experienced. And I think that's what people are missing when they don't do that. Um, what Because, you know, as writers, we tend to put ourselves in our work. So I want to know people, what um, what lessons have you learned from your relationships that found them what, their way into your writing? Well, what, okay, say that part again. What I have learned from my relations to put in uh, my writing that, that kind of found themselves immersed in some of oh. your writing. You know, we learn a lot oh. of lessons 
in our real life. Well, it kind of weaves their way into our writing. Well, yeah, some of the uh, experience that we, you know, I dealt with and everything weave in there, and some of those people that I can kill in my writing, I can just take them out. I can wipe them out, <laughs> which you can't do for real, but put them in the book, I'll take them out every time. But, oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But see, the thing is, when you come out of a, 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 say, that bad relationship, is that what we pretty much talking about, coming out of a bad relationship? Well, you know, whatever the reason, you're not in that relationship anymore. So some mm-hmm. at some point, things weren't compatible. Right. Okay. Well, what I would do is, uh, as in my writing, if it bothers me enough with that person I have um, separated from, as far as in the writing, I may take some of their uh, characteristics and incorporate that and have them as a bad person, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's like a therapy, you know, to get that out. Because, like I said, when I'm away from them, I have nothing to do with them. When I said I'm done with you or we done with each other, there's no coming back, there's no talking, there's nothing, you know, because nine out of ten, nine out of ten times, it, it didn't end the right way because I do give my all. You know, I was mm-hmm. brought up right. I know how to treat a woman. I know how to respect. I know the whole nine. So some women will get up there. I will say some, again, take advantage of that situation. A lot of women say they want a good man. When they get one, they don't know how to treat them. Mm-hmm. Now, it goes vice versa. You're going to buy a new show tonight. But I'm not a woman talking about a man. I'm a man talking about a woman. So that is what I'm saying as far as me and my experience. So I will not, uh, like I said, really rush into something uh, immediately. I want to know that person for a while, see how they feel. Because when you first start getting together, it's it's like uh, it's like you say, it's the honeymoon. Everything seems good. You say the right thing. They say the right thing. All is perfect. But when you mm-hmm. get into it deep or you say that I do, that's when things can change, you know. You know, you're good. You're really good. I just saw how good you are right there because you totally avoided answering my question, but you talked about <laughs> <all> that. <time. laughs> I totally avoided Because, you know wow. what, I was trying to get in your business again. You didn't let me in there again. Because I asked mm-hmm. what lessons have you learned that have been placed in some of your writing. So I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get in your business to see, you know, what you learned, meaning, you know, in your breakup, what kind of things right. that you have experienced. Well, at the present time, I do not have my lawyer next to me, and I was advised to Fifth Amendment right. So I would just give you the political answer to the I question told- that you asked me. I told you I about hate, that criminal justice background. I hate right? criminal justice majors. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yo, this is what, this is what regular people call an interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So this is this is my uh, plea. And we lost Brooklyn. See, I think he hung up on me because I was getting his business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But 
time, I'm gonna have to transfer my emotions over to you. <laughs> what lessons have you learned in your experience that you transferred into your writing? Man, let me see. Um, I've had. I mean, uh, there there've been some. Um, there there've been some in um, some relationships that uh, have quite literally played out in my novels. Um, if not novels, maybe some of my short stories. Um, you know what I think what he was alluding to was uh the um I think really just a matter of what decisions I may have made that might have been you know, might have been bad decisions, um, trying to see what would have happened had I made those decisions instead of the decision that I made. Um and, and just kinda of letting my characters uh play themselves out for the most part. Um I had you know, I had one character who, um, based on based on his based on his decision, um, ended up with a woman that was totally wrong for him um, because mm-hmm. of the type of because of the type of uh, position that he was about to be in. Um, whether he was trying to be a superstar, uh, you know, I think with, with with one of my books, The Devil's All American, if I remember correctly, um, he made decisions based on what he felt was right at the time. And based on those decisions, it turned into a a sequence of events that led him to the woman that he was with. And it wasn't until he got with a different female who showed him that there might be another way out that he realized a wrong decision that he made with the female he was with that he was currently with. Um, So it just, it, it kind of gave me my own mirror, uh, so to speak, in terms of what I did at that age, at that time. And okay. I learned a lot about myself with that book, um, just basically looking back on it, you know, looking back on that time and, and realizing how immature I was back then. Um, that that definitely helped uh, for the most part. So, um, you know, that's that's one aspect that kind of kicked in for me. But, yeah, with any of my male characters, there's going to be some essence of me in it. There's just no way to avoid it. Uh, it's just a matter of what time frame did I want to, uh, what age did I want to deal with with that particular character, um, and compare it with the age that I was at when that character was born, you know, that right. type of thing. You know, so it just it just really depends. I mean, you know, with with one book, my character, my main character was you know in college, you know, and and then with another book, you know, dude's out of college and has a career, and yeah, but well, that's, that's, that's that's where I'm at. Okay, so um, Brooklyn's back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I was wondering why I was yeah, I think every time I try off. to get in a little bit too nosy, he he runs away from us. But no, it just I don't know. I just lose the signal and I come back. But you know, I want to uh, I, as far as answering your question a little bit about the character and all that <laughs> about as far as the relationship. Uh, I'm doing one book, one book in reference to it, and it's almost like a guide, and that's going to be titled New Iberia. And that was that's based off a relationship that that was that really went bad, meaning that you know if you know 
what this person have went through with other people, not per se just a relationship, but in general, and you get up there and you do the exact same thing to that person, uh, how that person felt and how they, you know, how they may want to go for revenge on you because of those things and was told not to do that. The best revenge is success. Uh, mm. You know, leave it to the side and keep it going. That's what this book is going to be based on. And it's like when you know certain things, you get that gut feeling and you know it but because of the love you have for this person, you may dismiss it. And at the very end, you know, the end result was what you thought from the first time when you should have backed off and you didn't. That's what this is. It's pretty much telling you the signs. When the signs is there, you better heed to what the signs are because it will save you a lot of heartache, a lot of financial um, hardship as well. Because when you're dealing with somebody, you're dealing as an investment as well. You know, that's what that's about. So that Some people see it that way. Well, that book will be coming out at the end of uh, the end of this year, beginning of 2014, titled New Iberia. But it's going to come out as a novella. But it's pretty much as a, a guide, just to see it. You know, maybe somebody's going through the same thing and they see it, they read it. Okay, I know how to back off a little bit. But uh, otherwise, as far okay. as a breakup relationship, and in my books, no, <laughs> my books based off experiences. You know. Um, travel experience, love experience, street experience. So mm-hmm. that's what that's about. Okay, so <laughs> I get it. Uh, Thank the more you. you're not getting any specifics out of me. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, but at this time, we, we're going to start slowly winding down, and we're first we're going to be wound up a little bit, and then we're going to wind down. So, um. Brooklyn, you're welcome to stay on the line, but this is where we do our new segment with Ron, and we don't get to interrupt him. He gets his own block of time. It's just the um, Ron segment, and he gets to talk about a few things, and he'll bring to our attention what he's talking about um, tonight. Um, so we're going to turn um, our next about you know, 10 minutes over to, to Ron for the wind-up and um, after that, we're going to start shutting things down. So you're welcome to stay on the line, and or you can, you know, hang up or whatever. I'm going to leave you on, but it is Ron's time for the wind up. So, right. Ron, I'm bringing you back in. Yes, ma'am. It is your time, sir. Okay, yes, yes. And um, thank you very kindly. As you said, it's time to, you know, we had to wind down. Now we're going to wind it up before we get out of here. Uh, first of all, let me say to backtrack a little bit. Uh, I, I kind of agree with RJ. That may sound uh-huh. crazy, but. And, and the reason I say that is because you want to have a foundation of trust in any relationship that you have, whether it's a business relationship, emotional, what have you. And to trust someone to say, you know what, that person was uh, in a relationship with you and now you say it's over, I believe you say it's over, let's move on and actually move forward. That that says something about that relationship. Now, um, whether or not we can actually be there is another thing, but it, it, it is something to aspire to in a strange kind of way. Now, 
as far as this segment. Uh, I figure since this is our first one this evening, let's do this on Unity. And and basically, it's important to being united and having a team or followers that whatever you want to call it or classify it as. And the reason that's important to be unified is in order to accomplish things, anything of substance, you need support. You need support. Let me give you an example of this. Look at what Shamor has done right now. She has established this wind down movement, and not only has she established it and has it running smoothly, the businesswoman and entertainment of her says, Let me do something. And then the union was formed with Shakir. And they went on, and the way that they have this show right now is a beautiful thing. And then you look, and then I united with the dynamic duo. So now you have a unison between the three of us, hopefully, that'll go on and make magical things happen. So just to unite on that level right there is a, is a magical thing. And when you look at a relationship, unity is important. I mean, when you get married, they call it a holy union. The two individuals unite for a common purpose to build a family and things of that nature. So so even in relationship, unity is, is, is definitely necessary. You, you look at anything, or countries. Countries have to get together to be united. You have the United Nations. Uh, even with the states, if you have the United States. So, I mean, things have to be united to make a, a, a purpose, a strong cause. So unity is the thing that I would like to express to people tonight. We have to be unified. And and that doesn't mean to just be part of anything. You have to be part of something that's, that's worth it. But unity to me is, is why I think that we need to, as a people, whether it be in a relationship, as I said, or whether it be as a group, even at work, you're unified, you have a union, hopefully, so that you move and you're able to fight for your rights and things of that nature. So in this wind-up segment right here, I just wanted to get across the the, the fact of unity. Um, Shamor, you still there with me, sweetheart? I'm here. I'm listening. I'm taking it all in. It's a, it is a ministry right now, so I'm listening. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Um as far as when it comes to unity in in, in a relationship aspect, um, are there any tenets or any any foundation, any any core principles that you need to have in that in that unity in a relationship? Me personally? Yes, ma'am. Oh yeah, I mean for me it is um, a support system. You know, um, I need to. Feel like you always have my back, no matter no matter what. And that you're my you're my you're my reality. You know, no matter where I may end up as Shamor, and I when I climb in bed with you, you say, "Sweetheart, that's not gonna work." Sweetheart, that was awesome. You know, I need you to be that support system. That even when you say that's not gonna work, you got my back. If I try it anyway, you're there to catch me, or you don't just tell me it's not going to work, but you tell, give me some other ideas. You know, you, you lead me somewhere else because you know that my passion is there. And so you're careful with all those things that I treasure. You know, that's what I need. Okay. That's a beautiful thing. And and when I hear you say that, I say to myself, and that's something I think we all need. We all need somebody who we can uses not, not so much as a crutch, but someone that, you know, in those times, because we all question things. 
Sometimes when you question things, someone to lean on, or when sometimes when the world is against you, you look back, you got that one person in your corner. That's definitely something that's a, that that I would think is, is foundation, core. Uh, Shakir, you there with me, brother? Yeah, I'm here, man. All right, well, let, let me ask you that same question. As far as unity and relationship, is there anything, any, any core principles that you have to have in yours? I mean, you, you you pretty much touched it on the head. I mean, she and, and Shamora already kind of kind of uh, kind of touched on it as well. I mean, you you have to have uh, you have to have that person that can actually be that anchor in the storm. Um, you know, for for me, uh, and 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 I, I know it doesn't sound like it tonight because I've been under the weather all night, but I you know I'm the one that talks loud, draws crowds, the whole nine yards. That's what I do. And my wife is my anchor. She knows when to pull me in when it's necessary. She knows when to let me go out and do my thing. Um, and, 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 and to be able to have that anchor when I'm just wilding out, you know, doing what Shakira is supposed to do um, and being what Shakira is supposed to be, and she understands that. And she doesn't, you know, she she, she doesn't try to change what that is because she knows that at the end of the day, as soon as I, as soon as we're done for the night and, and all that other good stuff, and I look over at her and she's like, "Okay, this is what's up and this is what's not," you know, that's that's probably the one thing that most have most, you know, they they chase their entire lives for that, you know, as far as that is. So, it, it's it, it, if you can't have that loyalty, if you can't have that anchor, you know, and and, and to bring it back to your unity, your, your your unity message, you know, you can't have it without that. I would think that that would that would span whether it is a a relationship between a man and a woman, or whether it's a business relationship, or whether it's a relationship between you and your community and your neighbors, things of that nature. I mean, it's it's just that that respect that has to be there. And and I just wanted to throw that out there since this is our well my initial segment that I have on your show, beautiful. I just wanted to just you know that that a unity message. I think that's something that we all need to look at. And see that together, you know, magical things can can occur. Yeah, I mean, and in, in order to climb to any height, you have to have somebody that's lifting you up. So definitely, that takes um takes a foundation of unity. So I definitely understand that. And you know, that is one of the things that I always feel like you know is important for me for my life is to be the uh, support system, and I always want to support you know so. I'm glad that that was your message tonight because that was a good, I needed to be fed and you fed me, so. Okay, so are we um, are we done, Ron? You know, you have a yes, final ma'am. message? Yes. Okay. All right, so we're at that point where we're kind of going to wrap things up. So, Brooklyn, do you have any Websites, you know, any contact information, anything that you can uh, let our listeners know a little bit more about how to get in touch with you, get your books, what titles to look yes. for. Yes, definitely. Um, you can catch me at www.authorbrooklynborn.com. That's my website. I will keep that updated so you can see the events that I'm at or about to attend in the future. 
Uh, my books are, is on that site. You can order from there. They also on Amazon and Kindle. Um, the Right Lover, Being Homeless is Not an Option, Savannah, and The Interrogators. And also, if you're in the Sacramento area, um, August 3rd, please come out and check us out. Um, myself, Donna Ramos, and um, Curtis Alcutt, who writes for uh, Under Zane, um, Under Straybor. Uh, yeah, we I know Curtis well. Yeah, he's a good brother. Mm-hmm. I met him when I was out there in February, and we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be putting this inaugural, um, you know, event on. So please come out. Yeah. Also, there's if you look at the flyer on my page and everything, and I'll be putting it back out there. You can always uh, you can get your tickets there. Tickets is only five dollars, where you know some places are a lot. So just come on out there, and you have your personal time with your authors and everything. And uh, look out for the collaborations with uh, Anthony Pathfinder, Katrina Girl. And uh, like I said, Donna, uh, Michelle Ramos, we're going to put out some hot stuff that's going to be very enjoyable for you to read. And uh, my my, uh, email is uh, brooklynborn at gmail.com. So you can always hit me up and uh, look forward to uh, meeting new people. That's love. That's love. And I'm glad you gave us that website. I've been looking for your website. I knew you had one, but I couldn't find it for some reason. <laughs> so oh, I'm glad okay. to get us that. Yeah, because um, I was trying yeah. to give it to my yeah. co-host over there who was being very um, thorough. Um, <laughs> Nothing wrong with and I, and I knew I'd seen it before, but I couldn't find it. And so we just kind of went over and raised and pillaged it at your um Facebook page, so well, pictures good. and all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it worked I, out. It worked out. I really appreciate being on the show, and uh, I enjoy both of you. Uh, you know, I look forward to uh, coming again and listening to your other shows and all. So, I just want to let you know I really appreciate the time um, that you're giving me to share with you all. You have a problem, man? Definitely enjoy having. Thank you, same here. So Same I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to let you go for the evening, mister. All right, then. Thank you. Y'all take care and I uh, look uh, forward to seeing y'all in the future. All right. All right evening, You're bro. welcome back. You All right. Now. All right. <laughs> All right. Now. And we're going to go ahead and wind ourselves on down Um it was nice having a little extra time. Don't you think, Shakir? Yeah, I actually like the format. It, it works out beautifully. Yeah, and I know that um, I know that Ron was sucking us in with all that beautiful talk. I know he's gonna hit us with some stuff in the coming weeks that um, that'll be probably kind of controversial. But that's what we're looking yeah. for. Um, yeah, tonight and, was really. Yeah, I think to answer, I think there's a couple of people who were ask, asking questions on how to follow. Um, what you need to do is go to the uh, go to the home page. Um, it should be uh, up near the top, if I'm not mistaken. You should be able to click on Shamor's name at the top, and it should bring to the uh, to the home page. Once you bring to the home page, then you should be able to follow underneath the. There should be an icon underneath her picture uh, where you can follow. Uh, you can click on follow, and it'll uh, it'll let. Vault Time Radio know that you are a uh, a follower of the show. Okay. Thank you for telling because somebody just asked that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was looking at it in the chat room, and it, it, it caught my attention, so I wanted to make sure we at least tried to get that out before. Yeah. And I've only seen the button once, but I know that it's on one of the yeah, home pages. So. Yeah. Um, so, um, Shakir, um, next week, you got any ideas? Maybe we'll toss around and maybe we give our, our, our listeners a chance to kind of hit us up and say what they might want to talk about, you know? Well, I, I mean, they're, they're, put, you they're more than more than... put you on the spot. Oh, of course, put me on the spot. Always, always. Um, I've had, and in, 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 in doing, you know, with, with different Facebook groups that I'm in, and there, there'll be some crazy topics here and there and all that other good stuff um, that, that can be quite controversial. And for some strange reason, everybody seems to be beating a dead horse over the issue of side pieces, so to speak. Having um, being in a relationship, being in a relationship, but but having a side piece, um, on you know, just just having that side chick or or having that extra dude on the side. Um, oh, even though they're, they want to read my books. They want yeah, to read even my though they want to, even though they even though they're okay with being where they at right at that moment. They just feel like they just they need that extra edge to take off from time to time. Um, so I, I think that might be a good one for next week, definitely. Okay, well, Val is talking about the dating game and getting back into the dating game, and that might be something that some other people might want to discuss. So hit us up, you know, how to get in touch. Talk, yeah, you know, I am a Facebook one. junkie, so hit me on Facebook. The inbox is stays working. So you can throw your ideas in there, um, and we'll kind of throw them out there through the weekend. We'll sell on something closer to Wednesday. However, um, I'll have a little bit more free time than I've had in the last uh, couple months coming soon. So we'll get to kind of play around with these topics and get some more of the listeners' um, perspectives on what we should talk about. And then, um, you know, I like to make the guests have to jump to our thing, you know, even though they might write in another genre, I like for them to have to work in our world. So um, mm-hmm. I like to kind of put them on the, in the hot seat a little bit. So, um, and I see some. I see Maj wants to talk about side pieces too. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm not speaking to her. I forgot. I'm not speaking to her no more because she's she <laughs> so she's she's on punishment tonight. Um, but oh, um, <laughs> as we get on uh, out of here. Keep in mind that um, we want you to interact. So definitely bug Shakir, find him, friend him, jump in his inbox too, um, and we'll bring things together. And you can always let us know, hey, you know, keep me anonymous. I don't want you to tell who said this. I, you know, I get a lot of those too. Um, yeah. And I've had a couple that I haven't addressed. So I haven't forgotten about you. If you've been in my inbox and I haven't said anything about it, I haven't forgotten about you. I promise I'm going to get to it. So, um, but please, if, at this point, you know, Shakira is a co-host, so if you want to share some things with him, that's fine too. And he'll bring them to the show or he'll bring them, you know, to to, to my attention or whatever, and we'll handle it how you want us to handle it. Also, Make sure you check out the Twitter. Check out the Twitter. Don't forget about us. We have the wind down on Twitter. So don't forget to, you know, it's one of our avenues. We got a little use of that today. That was pretty cool. Um, is there anything that you want to say before we get out of here, Shakira? 
No, I'm actually uh, I'm actually quite good at this point. Uh, we'll definitely see you guys next week. Uh, whatever the with whatever the topic is that we're going to crank down to, um, I'm sure it'll be explosive one way or the other. You know how it is during the summer; something's got to pop off. So uh, of I'm sure we won't disappoint. Of course, of course. Don't forget if you haven't um, before you go to bed, I just say thank you, uh, Jesus, that Brian McKnight was created today was his birthday. So <laughs> we all need to make sure we celebrate that. Don't forget to do that. Um, Love. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, and if you know Brian, you need to let me know that you know Brian so that I can harass you. Um, but I'm going ahead and shut the show down. I have um, a song that I found, and it kind of touches on what we talked about tonight. It also kind of touches on relationships and how healthy or unhealthy they might be. So keep in mind that some of our relationships aren't just um, one-sided. There's always someone else involved. So as we go ahead and shut the show down, I'm going to leave you in the very creative, very talented hands of Kendrick Lamar. Have a great rest of your evening, and we will see you next week.
nothing Why you always at a function I be wanting to go out But you'll never ask me Why you slipping say her name When we having sex Why you always assuming That I still like my ex Every time we get into it I'm the one that's feeling stupid You don't need me You gon' leave me That's your favorite threat Why you never know How I feel to be lonely Why I feel I'm the last option After your homies Why you always gotta know That how I never let you go Even though you get violent And put your hands on me Sometimes Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.